This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Buckets. Uh, my guest today probably, no, I would say almost definitely got a better SAT score than I did. Please welcome to the show again, Hayes Davenport. You're getting bucket buckets. What'd you get? 1570. No one's ever, you asked, you that's, asked. That's really, that's, you had to... I, I would have bet a lot of money and I would have lost. I got a 1599. No, I didn't, I didn't beat 1570. What did you get? I got a 1440. What are the splits? 800 math, because you yeah. know I come correct. <laughs> <laughs> and a big fat, what is that? Three, four, five, plus six, four. A 670 six, verbal. <laughs> but look at you now. <laughs> now I use all the words correctly. 1570, has that ever come up on a podcast before? No, I've been waiting for so long. Do you ever believe people? Today when... was the last day that I was even allowed to mention it. <laughs> Today I'm was the last day you three years old. <laughs> Today's the last day you remembered it. Do you remember or do you believe people when they say they don't know? They don't no, remember. Absolutely. That not. number is baked in. It's yeah, hardwired. It's, su- it's such an easy number to it's like, remember. It's like not remembering your birthday. Yeah. It's you remember. Crazy. Oh, you remember. What were your splits? 800 math. There we go. 770 verbal. That's right. So you you sort of matched me math-wise, and you're like, oh, but also, also in addition to that, I know all the words. I can do the reading comp shit. Don't worry about that either. That was, I think, the toughest one for me. You take it twice? I, I think I might have. Zion Williamson one and done? I don't, that I actually don't remember. You don't remember if you took it twice, whether you got better or worse at the SATs. I well, I think I got that. I think I might have gotten that score twice. Wow! I think doubled I don't, up. I don't really remember. <laughs> it was one. So I went to a private school where that was like the baseline. Like they prepped you so hard. Yeah, they and, fucking got you ready for it. Yes, and I was like, they called me Captain A minus when I was applying to colleges, which in a which was a uh, an insult. <laughs> At your school. Yeah, my, the college counselor was like, so, you know, you're, you're Captain A- minus here. A-. So that's what that's what they call the 1570 as Across well. Across the board. An A- yeah, basically. So you, to them, you got a negative 30. And so there was discussion, I think, of like me taking it again to try and like <laughs> put it over the top. Because that was not distinguishing me from the field at a school that, that was to get you to status quo. just perfect. supposed to get you to a perfect score in the SATs. Basically. That's right, which is what you were hoping for. Yeah. So you were bummed with the 1570 level. I wasn't bummed. I mean, I was like, I was okay with it. But I didn't get into, for, I got uh, deferred first go around. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then wait list, you're, you're in off the wait list. Got on the wait list, applied to, I think, 15 more schools in like two weeks. That's a lot. And then they were like. Mad dash. Oh, you, oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, never yeah. mind. <laughs> I, we meant to say yes. Uh, apologies for the 15 other schools thing. Yeah, people love this. People love Well, anyway, speaking of practicing shit and getting it done, how about that Dame Lillard shot? I guess he practices those step-back 37-footers. You, yeah, because it's the second time that he's done it. I think, he's, I think I saw today that he's one of five people mm-hmm. to have ended a series on a buzzer beater and he's actually two of five people that's right he's the last person to do it in houston against yes. houston and then he was this one mm-hmm. this one felt scripted to the point where it was inevitable it was like i the would blazers, actually not go that far the blazers had the ball with 10 seconds left and like no don't call a timeout iso lillard and i'm like 
you know what's going to so happen. So you were not surprised by that. And no. when it happened, you just kind of did a little nod. I think I was like, I basically to myself, I'm like, wow. Your expression didn't, oh, you did go so far as to say wow, wow. to yourself. <laughs> to myself, wow, in a borderline empty living room. It was a weird moment for what's me. What's borderline empty? Uh, one other person and a dog. <laughs> um, so normal for you is... Uh, normal for me is two other people and saying, ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's my 1570. 1600 wow. reaction is like if the Lakers hit a shot with five minutes left in the game and I'm jumping up and down going crazy. It was amazing. I mean, like, this is such a Simmons-y thing. I'm going to do this as Bill Simmons. So uh, this this moment, like uh, this moment, passed the wife test, which is uh, whether or not I show my wife a video of it from Twitter. I uploaded I, it. I, I showed her the worldwide wobbling. I showed her. I pulled up worldwide wobbles account, and I said, uh, "You got to see this." I mean, I put it as like top nineteen shots in the last two years. You got the uh, what else do we got? We got the rust shot against Milwaukee, uh, October of twenty seventeen. Yeah. Right? We got uh, who else? We got Harry Giles, buzzer beater <laughs> halftime. Frank Mason the third practice Pat shot. Beverly had one of those. <laughs> He's Mr. 83 feet. <laughs> he made a uh, full court buzzer beater? I think so. Good man. Yeah, he's Great cool. man. Uh, people love Dame. Nobody is on Russ's side here, which I find a little weird. I find it sad. I didn't love uh, this. Back to Simmons. Everyone talking about the Russ, like, no questions thing. You haven't, or next question. You yeah. haven't talked about this on the show, have That's you? That's right. No, this is our first episode since the playoffs started. Uh, he... Was there's one reporter that he doesn't like? Russ, hi, Barry again from the Oklahoman. Uh, why did you miss 28 shots again? <laughs> I'm sorry, Russ. He's not answering my freaking questions here. And yeah. so he kept saying, "Next question," and everyone is like dogging him for that. That's right. Including uh, Simmons said something to the effect of like, "I get it. You know, like you can have." reporters you don't like but he was like this is also your job and yep. the media is important to like covering you or whatever etc but this is what legacy how legacy media used to treat bill simmons which is when what he was the when he was the boston sports guy <laughs> they was... had that same disdainful attitude <laughs> that they have to to russ well here's my is question he forgotten? <laughs> does he not care uh as a fan don't you like this kind of stuff like are there fans that are like, he's disrespecting the media? Or like, shouldn't you be like, this is more entertaining than if he answered the questions normally? Like, do I want him to be polite and answer the question normally? Or do I want him to be kind of an asshole? I actually, it makes for a more narratively interesting story. It is a little mean. more interesting. I mean, I guess normally I wouldn't be even watching footage of a press conference. <laughs> exactly. So I must be a little more and then interested last, in it. Last night he like wasn't, he did that thing where he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, that's a little, now I'm disappointed that he's not saying next question. Now I'm right? disappointed that he's like answering the questions. Like I, I, I prefer the drama. I prefer Game Three where it's Russ drawing back at Lillard and Dan, uh, Schroeder doing the times up thing. Paul George had the best presser last night where he was uh, talking about how <laughs> it was a bad shot. 
That again, he doesn't like, care. That's, to he's me, like, that's not a bad be, thing. It won't be covered like that. <laughs> of and course, he's right? Yes, he's right about that. But you actually had, I think, the 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 smartest take on it. Oh, I did. Which yes, which is that uh, Terry Stotts has got to call a timeout. You got to draw something up at a timeout. I think they're giving him, you know, obviously onto the next round. Of they're gonna. I think management is gonna give him a little time. <laughs> I hate but to eventually that is a conversation that has to be had. So what are we talking like in game two at Denver? Are we still just given Dame the green light to do a step back 37 you gotta draw something up and what I recommended was a Minu flash screen weak side <laughs> you got Steph Curry open in the corner Evan Turner's checked yeah. into the game yeah yeah he's boom you flash across the baseline 10 foot shot like who says no to that that's yeah, who's that's that a great that's a 60 percentage point <laughs> shot Dame what if he's not lucky or not lucky I mean it was a bad shot <laughs> yeah I think Terry Stotts is going to get uh, called on the carpet at some point. <laughs> and nobody's going to, yeah. I like Paul George, nobody's going to talk about it. <laughs> yes, of course, you idiot. Bad and shot. And here's though. the crazy thing. It was a bad shot that also he covered pretty well. He did good. He closed out for that far out. He, he was inches away. And and like and gave him enough space to not come even, the absolute worst thing you could do in that situation is foul him. Yeah, you don't want to foul. But he played it basically just right. If you or if you watch you, the side angle, he almost he almost tipped it. He almost tipped it. But my question is, if he's guarding him as if he's from twenty two feet away, so he's like up in his jersey from forty feet away. Yeah. Does Lillard then just drive past him? Like, do you not want to get too close? From forty, you could drive past him and still pull up. Yeah, still three. pull up for a normal three, which is twenty five feet away. But right. he's like, no, I'll keep him thirty seven. I think feet he was away. giving him the thirty seven <laughs> foot shot, but like not to the point where he didn't want to contest it at all. Right. He didn't do the Andre Drummond, let him shoot, and, wave off. I mean, that's the other. Like, he could have, like, like yeah, exactly. If he plays him too close, they were tied. He doesn't mm-hmm. need. The three. And if I feel like if Westbrook does the bye-bye thing, we're saying he's an asshole, he's a jerk, why is he rocking the baby? Lillard does it. That's totally true. If Westbrook did that. He's the man. He's a stone-cold boss. <laughs> Coldest move in NBA history. <laughs> really? Because Lillard, uh, Westbrook did something cold, I thought, and you guys all said he was an asshole. <laughs> I know I'm coming from it from like a contrarian point of view, but is there any, uh, do you agree with any part of that? No, I think you are right. So why do people hate Westbrook? Why is he considered meaner and worse than Lillard? I think it has a little bit to do with style of play. And I think people are starting to turn on a (laughs) low efficiency, uh, infinite usage player. So they already dislike his play. Which is sad because he's so fun to watch yeah and like uh, and and i think just like personality wise is so cool and like a lovable guy in general well that's the people's problem the next question thing bleeds out onto the court he's an asshole thus he's an asshole on the court maybe the rock right. the baby thing is like more of a taunt to lillard specifically instead of the goodbye which was probably to russ specifically as well it did seem like it was yeah sort he, of a, he was so direction. cool the way he didn't celebrate it either he made it and waved it like, I mean, like it did. was a, a scene in a movie where he was supposed to make it and wave. And then the director would be like, cut. 
like let's smile like you're happy he didn't made smile it. he didn't like pump his fist no he got he didn't do the jordan <laughs> thing where he does like the splits in the air uh-uh. and, <laughs> and then he got dogpiled and then he stared at the camera still stone-faced which made for another <laughs> cold ass boss ass moment i would say it's kind of celebrating to look straight down the barrel and and nod when he, you're in a huge dog pile of i guys. feel like in his brain he's like we can't celebrate round one we gotta act like we've been here before because I've gotten past round one, and then I've gotten beat up in the second round. And I don't want to act like we just won a championship. Did you see the lead of that article about him watching the the game the night before? Yeah, where he's like, uh, this is... I Let me just read it. I don't want you to misquote it before I read it. <laughs> let me sort of butcher it, and then you can come in and fill in the gaps. This is a Yahoo Sports article. Chris Haynes. Damian Lillard invited a few people to his home for dinner on Monday night to watch game four of the first round series between the Utah Jazz and the Houston Rockets. Also, this guy was there? This guy Chris Haynes was there too? Like a few friends and a Yahoo reporter? <laughs> that, it's like like if you write for a TV show and you just invite people over to watch a different TV, TV show like every weekend. Yeah, okay. For several minutes, the Portland Trailblazers star guard sat quietly on his sofa <laughs> Chowing down on fried catfish, red beans and rice, and broccoli. And then suddenly he spoke. I'm getting rid of these motherfuckers tomorrow. <laughs> He's on the toilet. <laughs> what was that, Dave? Sorry, the game's on. What if he was talking about his um his guests? <laughs> he was talking about the Rockets? Yeah. <laughs> these yeah. motherfuckers. We're watching a Rockets jazz game. What are you talking the about, The people Dave? who are staying at his house think they're like, oh, that's cool. He's talking about... <laughs> Do we have any thunder. rice left? <laughs> Dame, you're hogging all the rice. Someone is picking out all the beans <laughs> from the rice. So you've just been in a zen-like trance, and he's like, I'm going to whip these motherfuckers. And they almost blew the game. I don't know if you said you missed the game, but they were up eight uh, in the third quarter and down 15 with six minutes left. I saw them. I only saw them like come back when they were down. It was almost And also an they epic. benefited from a lot of no calls. Yep. But that's to be expected. Home crowd, yeah. home cooking. Let them play. I was a little bit rooting for a longer series just because I've been loving this Russ versus yeah, Dame thing. Yeah, it's a great series. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't quite want it to end, but the way it ended was very satisf- Like it was very satisfact, satisfying. Yeah, satisfying. satisfying would be the word I would. That's use. why I got a six forty. You got seven seventy <laughs> right there. That's the fucking difference. Uh, so Blazers are on to the next round, the most exciting series perhaps of the first round. Would you call it that? Yeah, I have enjoy. I mean, like it's sort of a game by game thing i honestly all the celtics pacers games were pretty good pretty competitive it seemed like the same game over and over a little it bit. was yeah it's like but close just, close close and we're running away with it yeah i mean i feel like the celtics what were down in the third and at some point and i think all of those games yeah i thought the first round was like going great and then like i saw like really early yeah, on a every tweet. series was one and one <laughs> right and now they're all gonna end and the second five it, games the second it turned somebody was like we got to make this a best of five. I'm like, just relax a little. Yeah. It's all 1-1. One, one. We're all having fun here. You don't have to be like, this is boring yet. That first uh, Magic, the Magic Raptors yeah, game Magic was Raptors. great. The clip, I mean, the so. The Sixers-Nets series yeah, was great. and the Clippers come back the greatest in NBA history. history. That's right. And then. It was a great first round. Something, something switched where the good teams were like, all right, enough fucking around. Yeah. This is over now. Uh-huh. Four ones across the board, except for Spurs Nuggets. 
I thought yes. the Spurs were kind of pulling away from Denver. They looked like I the better team. Last night was the I did watch them get that game, and that mm-hmm. one was the least competitive so far. Right, it feels like that was the first game where like, oh, I guess the Nuggets are the two seed and the Spurs are the seven. Yeah. Because like watching every other game, it's like these are two pretty evenly matched teams yeah. for a two versus seven. But God, I mean, now like Portland looks so good. Yeah, they probably get the Nuggets now. Are they going to be favored? Is that possible that they'd be favored against the Nuggets? I think they might because <laughs> people are like portland's better than san antonio and they rarely beat the spurs perhaps and oklahoma city is better than san antonio too yeah and portland just fucking plowed through them yeah although okc is kind of like the anti uh denver they have like two great players and yeah. scrubs across the board That's denver true. like is like this constant barrage of pretty solid a minus players to bring that back i think that will be such a fun series i can't wait i think denver is really fun to watch kind of unless they're playing san antonio san antonio doesn't like (laughs) sort of bring out the the they just sort of leech the fun out of (laughs) every team why be fun when you can pass 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 shoot score mid-range jumpers here lamarcus hit that 19 footer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the two best mid-range shooters in basketball. <laughs> Just kind of each setting up in the... the Time for Jakob Pertle to enter the game. Watch out for his 15-footer. <laughs> oh, banked it in. Way to use that backboard, baby. <laughs> nice, guys. Congratulations, I guess. So that one will be great. The uh, whole second round is going to be incredible. Yeah, incredible. Insane. How would you rank... Okay, let's say the Nuggets go on to win. We pretty much know the rest of the series already. Yep. Uh, Blazers, Nuggets, Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Sixers, Warriors, God, Rockets, which Warriors, might be the fucking Rockets. NBA Finals. Holy shit! Let's talk about that one last. Uh, okay. Blazers, Nuggets. I can. I wouldn't be surprised with either team winning that. Would you give the slight edge to any of those teams? I think I would give. God, it's so insane. Who would you bet doing on this without Nurkic? I think I would take Portland, Golden <laughs> State, but it's not that. Like, it's not cut and dry. Yeah, you would take Blazers over the Nuggets. I think without so. Without home court. I think I would. Yeah, because the Nuggets didn't do anything to be like, whoa, the Nuggets are here and they're playing great. Except it, for game five. And now that, like, Jamal Murray, I don't know. Yeah. He did, looks good. Did the Nuggets turn things around or did Murray just start making shots? Like, is that the only difference? I always, I have nuggets? more faith in him as a shooter than almost anybody because sometimes, like, pre draft reputation. Like, him going into the draft, it was like, this guy has never missed a shot. He's going to be like the He greatest. was considered a great shooter. Yes. Oh, interesting. I and he that. has been middling to good over the course of his career. Which is fine, because he's like 21. Yeah, sure. Point. He's still so young. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, uh, it's I, just, the Nuggets don't have a player that scares you, really. I think that's the main difference. Like, you look at Lillard, and you're like, this is scary. I don't want to guard this guy. He can make yeah. it from anywhere. Jokic is a fat Bosnian bully. No, Jokic people constantly have to be explaining to you why he's so good. <laughs> yeah. If you watch him, you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's good. But you still have to be reminded of it on yeah. every position. He looks like a wrestler of sorts. Yeah. It doesn't quite add and up. And his nose, is it looks like he just <laughs> came in. He was just let in from the cold. <laughs> why does he have such a red nose? Sorry, nobody's asking that. Uh, Buck Celtics. Well, here's my question. Do any of these the series not go six games uh they're so evenly matched i would say the one series that could be more of a blowout than others just because of like the first round matchups that we didn't quite see who the teams really are is bucks Celtics. really you think i don't so? think i don't think i'd be surprised if the bucks just destroyed the celtics what i think this season 
were they two and two or three and one? Yeah, but you know, regular season. And those games were all really, really close. That's right. But and Smart looks like he might come back. This has been driving me crazy about the Celtics. I thought he was out for two two series. That's what they said. Mm -hmm. I've been watching a lot of. Footage <laughs> of him in the background of honestly, a news there conference. is one, a very grainy one. This is like Markel Fultz across shooting. a practice facility <laughs> of Enhance. somebody on a treadmill. Enhance. <laughs> Does it matter? Don't they play better without Marcus Smart? Wasn't that the thing of oh, the first round? God, this is what they say about ever. For some reason, it's just the Celtics. They say it about Kyrie too. Right. If they win a game without these guys, by the way, one of the deepest teams in basketball. That's right. That's kind of the whole point that they can survive <laughs> without. A great player. One or two players. It does not mean that they are better without there, you don't their think that, best player. You don't think there's anything to the idea that in the playoffs you only play like seven or eight <sighs> players? The, the, so, yes, this is what I've heard. It's hard to keep nine guys happy. Why don't you take Terry Rozier, who is having a, a, a god-awful season <laughs> uh-huh. and has also been very bad <laughs> at the playoffs, and replace him with Marcus Smart. The problem is solved. You don't have to, like, shave... Two minutes from every player's rotation. Yeah, it's yeah. just one. The worst guy is out. Luckily, he plays basically the same position. That's right. As this as this new guy, mm-hmm. we slot him in. Yeah, I mean that series is another. Rozier one. and Irving played like ten minutes a game at the same time. That, that should doesn't seem, not. Be yeah, happening. that doesn't seem right to play one person with his poorer man's version of himself. Oh God! And uh, I love Terry's one of my favorite players. Personality-wise, he has gotten incredibly difficult to watch. Him and Bledsoe had that little Westbrook little thing That was thing one of my favorite playoffs. things that happened, uh, <laughs> yes. Where, so, so now they're back together in it. Uh, where uh, the, somebody asked Eric Bledsoe about Terry Rozier. What do you think happened with Terry Rozier after Rozier tooled on him mm-hmm. in one of those games? And Bledsoe said, who? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think called him Drew Bledsoe. That's and right. And then... Uh, Wore a Drew Bledsoe jersey? Uh, no, yeah, so, yes, Terry came in wearing a Drew Bledsoe jersey. It's, all these things are very sort of hard to track exactly what they're getting at. But you can tell it's, like, devastating. <laughs> uh, what what sort of reality ends up with Terry Rogier wearing a Drew Bledsoe jersey to troll Eric Bledsoe? But it worked. He was mentally destroyed. <laughs> and this feels like a revenge series. This feels like the Bucks are now a new team. I feel like nobody's giving the Bucks. How many was that a six game series last year? I forget. No, it went seven. So Remember, it, went it, was, seven? it was every home team winning. That's right. Middleton That's hitting right. that crazy shot. It was a seven game series when the Bucks were a lot worse. I was listening. We talked about this in the playground once too. I was listening to the Ringer NBA podcast, and they pointed out. So um, the guy uh, Chris Vernon mm-hmm. asked Kevin O'Connor, mm-hmm. "What's who's the bigger loss, Malcolm Brogdon or Marcus Smart in this series?" And Kevin O'Connor was like, "Well, I think Malcolm Brogdon is going to play." So this is not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> crumpling up ten pieces of paper. Uh, what that else was is there? the beginning of a series of ten questions that all kind of <laughs> without the first one it doesn't. Uh, but it, that, it led to the revelation, which I had no idea. Malcolm Brogdon had a fifty forty ninety season. Yes, I heard that as well and was shocked by. He's it. one of I think like eight players to 
do it. He, it's like Nash and Durant and Steph Curry. I think maybe only once. I didn't watch a lot of Bucks game this year. I saw like the few against the Lakers and a few others. But he is so like solid. He's just he feels yeah. like he belongs on the Spurs. Just yeah. like who is this guy? He's playing really well. Totally a Spurs guy. So 50, 40, 90 makes sense. If he plays, that makes things even harder. I feel like the Bucks are kind of like the the first year the Warriors were really good when everyone's like they're not going to win because they're the Warriors. Everyone's like, the Milwaukee right. Bucks are not going to win. They're the Milwaukee Bucks. But it's like, uh, they've won 50 games by more than 10. Like, yeah, but it's the Bucks. Yeah, but it's the Warriors. Like, We're, the yeah. Warriors are not going to win. And then they fucking won. I remember that feeling in uh, the, the first time they won in uh, 2014, which is like, we. it's such a dynastic league yeah, where really only three or four teams are <laughs> allowed to win. Right? <laughs> and sometimes you can get like, with the Heat, well, they had won. Not that much earlier, mm-hmm. but um, when when LeBron went there, they became a dynastic team before they even won. But now it's like, yeah, the Bucks. It's just they don't have the name. win an NBA championship. Yeah, it's just like the Warriors couldn't. No, right, but and now only the Warriors. But if you look at just the numbers, it's like, wait, the Bucks are really, really, really good, and they have yeah. the best player. Like the idea, if the Bucks were just called the New York Knicks, everyone's like, I think the Knicks are going to win it all this year. It's the I, idea of the Bucks winning it all that doesn't make sense. I think we talked about this last time, but it's I do think they did sort of feast on pretty bad teams. Yep. Uh, when you've got the Bulls, the Cavs, the Pistons, like in your division, I yeah. think that that did juice their numbers a little bit. Yeah. Play they, like it's been more competitive against like Celtics, Raptors, like teams like that. Yeah, but they've still had a winning record against those teams. Yes, and a little bit like I I agree with the sentiment that like it's not about beating great teams; it's about how much you destroy the bad ones. I feel like there is something to beating the shitty teams by thirty. Okay, I disagree with you there. I I think it is more about beating the good teams. <laughs> What a, I mean, like they did both. It but would I'm saying be, there is something to beating them all by thirty. It would be a cool version of the finals. This is what it should be. Okay, this is what it should be. They you play, get to choose. They play the finals. Uh-huh. They play the finals, uh, and then whoever wins the finals <laughs> has to beat the Bulls by forty. <laughs> has to play. Has to play the Bulls. Uh, eleven times in a row, uh-huh. and it has to beat them <laughs> every time. So you're or otherwise, the, if the Bulls win, they are the NBA champions. You're just an eccentric king that's forcing yes. the best players in the world to do this made-up tournament that you've come up with. The best team in the NBA wins the other greatest teams and then has to beat the Bulls by 40, 11 times and You should a have to prove that you can both yes. beat... <laughs> I uh, win a close game against the best team, and, and also and 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 blow out yeah. the, the like never lose to a bad team, <laughs> which is the most important part of basketball mm-hmm. is never losing a, a series to a of nothing team. but yeah eleven trap games in a row. <laughs> Are they a, a trap, trap if game, it's eleven a in a trap row? Game series, a game where you're looking forward to the next opponent. I don't know how we sort of orchestrate <laughs> that. So because you at, the lie to the, them. at the end of the eleven is the Warriors again. So so, so you're always you looking ahead. Yeah. So you beat the Warriors. Yeah. And then you say, "All right, guys, uh, great great finals. All we got to do is beat the Bulls this one time." This is like Mario. You beat the game, and they're like, "Actually, you got to beat it again." But everybody is like a little bit different. Yes. All the Koopas are now bullet guys. And you're yes. like, "All right, I guess." And you're like, "You just beat them this one time, and then uh, <laughs> then we win the championship." And then you reveal to them that they do have to keep playing them. That's right. Oh, it's not over. You yeah. press a thing, the court rotates. It's now a neutral court. Ugh. It's black and white. 
or it should actually be like, I think this is the way NBA Street worked and like uh, the way like fighting games work, mm-hmm. where you should then have to play All every the team time. one by one. <laughs> And the second to last one, Royal Rumble style, is like a um a, a version of your own team with a different color scheme. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Yourself, basically. Yeah. So it's a it's a four quarter game, but every quarter is a different opponent, and then the final opponent is your clone wearing the away jersey to your home. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Raptors Sixers. God, <laughs> God, that one's amazing. That one is so evenly matched. I don't know what to think about it. This is so good. They're all interesting too. You, uh, so uh, this is something I'm very excited for. I yeah. uh, I hesitate to promote the flagrant ones on this show because e- every it. time I, I do the show, we lose uh, like about 300 subscribers. That makes sense. Just because they can get you for free here, but I appreciate it. You come down I think here, it's also, you can promote whatever you I want. I think it also reminds people that they have subscribed. <laughs> oh shit, I gotta un- oh, unsubscribe. Yes, God, I totally forgot. The so first one was a thousand show. new ones, and then every time you mention it, p- people remember to cancel their subscription yes so we lose between 300 to 500 uh (laughs) subscribers every time that being said uh we're doing we're gonna stream games great for people that there's like a tier that you can sign up for where you stream i saw you look down at your computer in a way they're like oh should i do that too but no why i want to join you i'm sending an envelope to myself you should come to one of these i'm in things i'm absolutely in and we're just gonna love watching hoops talking talking shop and you can just sort of run the chat Oh, absolutely. We need a mod. So, so you sorry, am I in the room with you guys when I'm what moderating the Discord channel for the live stream? You have to be in the room to sort of tell us what's good. Great, and I can just chime are, in if there's, but, there's like an interesting thing or if I have a funny quip, I should pipe up and let you guys know about that. I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, yeah, you should say first you yeah, you type it into the chat and you see <laughs> But by the time I type it out, it might not be get, as, and then you can be like, "Guys, guys." It'll then, be like off the cuff and interesting and then you want me to type it out. It's like two plays later. Like, oh, remember Bledsoe did that last year? And like, what are you talking about? It's a timeout. <laughs> the thing is going to be on such a huge delay already. Yeah. That I don't... Seven second delay of the TV plus the one minute yeah. delay of the live stream. And then you want me to type it out. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I'm still fucking in. That's how much I love hoops, baby. <laughs> That'll be so fun. I can, this is one of the best second rounds I can remember. Yep. I what if agree. the games are so bad? None of them are. None of them. I would say the Blazers Nuggets is the worst one, and that one's pretty fucking That good. one's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Raptors Sixers, who would you even begin to pick there? Would you begin, would you choose the Raptors just because they seem to get along with each other right now? There's not a lot of injury risk. There's not a lot of drama around them. They're just a solid Raptors look great. Team. Kawhi looks almost unbeatable at, at times. He looks like prime Kawhi. Yes. They rested him all year for this. He will abuse... Simmons, uh, I, I like, or Butler, I guess, is who he'll mostly be matched up on. But um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason not to take the Raptors. Also, like, it feels like Embiid is basically a coin flip for, like, any given yeah, game. Yeah, he, he doesn't announce it until right yeah. before. And you're like, this seems bad going, <laughs> just, like, going forward. There are so many more games. They should sell, like, some sort of subscription to his announcement. Like, before yeah. every game, he's like, all right, I am not playing. <laughs> like, all right, let's tip off. <laughs> Holy shit, that was fast. Like, is it really that much of a game-time decision where he's warming up and he's like... <sighs> No, no, I'm out. I'm done today. All right, no Embiid. Like, wouldn't the team want a little more heads up than that? Well, you remember when Van Gundy, I think it was getting after him for like that he did a scrimmage 
uh, and he was like, uh, uh, but he didn't play in the game. And Jeff Van Gundy was like, do this, play the scrimmage <laughs> when that's the actual game. That's when you do the scrimmage. <laughs> it's like, do you think that it's the same thing? You think people, like the Equal players intensity. are giving Equal the intensity. same physical effort in your scrimmage? That's right. As- <laughs> <laughs> but like if Embiid is playing... Are the Sixers almost favored? Like, who can stop Embiid on the Raptors? It's like Marcus Saul and Serge Ibaka and uh, I mean, they, a bunch of slower, older guys. They stopped. Uh, um, who did they stop the last series? I mean, they 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 were defensively staunch against Wes Uwundu. <laughs> they slowed down Jonathan Isaac, Aaron, uh, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. They looked good. Vucevic. They looked good. Oh, yes. That's yes. That's who they killed. They killed Vooch. Yeah. They, they killed, killed him. him. <laughs> that's right. He had a terrible <laughs> series. And I wouldn't even know about it because I don't think if I, I watched I couldn't even full... remember who they crushed. He was yeah. so bad. I think he averaged... I mean, Such a non-factor. Their best player by far. I think he averaged 12 a game. Let's take a quick break to thank Seat Geek for sponsoring this show, a ticket company where the customer comes first. They have 50,000 five-star reviews in the App Store, so you know... It works. They pull in millions of tickets from all over the web, rate each deal on a scale of 1 through 10, and display them on an interactive seat map so it's simple to find what you're looking for. I actually have the SeatGeek app. I used it to attend many a Laker games this year, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets online. In fact, my listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase if you use promo code BUCKETS. That's right, promo code BUCKETS, and you get $10 off your first Purchase with the SeatGeek app. That's the SeatGeek app. Promo code buckets. You get $10 off your first purchase. Let's get back to Hayes. Uh, what if you had to choose who you wanted to see in the Eastern Conference Finals? Because that's the best part of the second round. Oh There's my still God. another fucking round before the finals. I love villains, uh, and I've, I'm on record hating the Sixers, and so I do sort of want them. I, it's such a battle between good and evil, between Giannis and uh, Embiid. Wow, that would be a fun series. Uh, I we, uh, we talked about this on the show, but I think it's very clarifying. Those Hulu commercials are very clarifying. When you watch Giannis and Dame uh, and Joel Embiid uh, like pretend to just be only <laughs> in it for themselves and for like the money. Yeah. Uh, and when Giannis and Lillard do it, it's funny. Yeah, because they're so it's above so that. clearly yeah. a joke. But when Embiid <laughs> is telling that kid to fuck off, basically, so like, oh, we were rolling and saying, yeah, it's like Hulu has live sports and then beckoning for more money to be thrown out of it. Says Hulu has live sports again. It's very. He is a good performer, but it's also just so it in real his house. character. Yeah. To do that he's just acting like himself it would also be so funny after he made that joke so in a presser uh a few games ago or after they went up 3-1 yeah against the nets yeah uh he said that we don't <laughs> want to get in the same position that the warriors were in in 2016 that's calling, right uh, he is of course always mentioning memes in real life that's he right. is an actual troll uh and to make fun of them for losing 3-1 I would love to see that happen in the East Finals. Oh, like if, oh, I see if that happened in reverse. He blows the three-one lead. Yes, he is kind of like the like the bully in class who's like not saying anything wrong but still giggling about it. So the teacher yeah. like gets upset. Who you know just from his tone that he is making fun of. Exactly. You, like, I wanted to say that I'm sorry for elbowing that kid in the face. <laughs> Joel, you can't laugh. Oh, I said I'm sorry. 
God, you said to apologize. I said I was sorry. Fuck. But he, yeah, he's just a nasty man. But he's very, very good at basketball. He's amazing. He's so tall and fast and fluid and has like step backs and turn around and three. He's hitting threes. Yeah. Doesn't and just moves sense. under the basket are insane too. And he's so good defensively. Like so many yeah. times you see him like getting beat on a pump fake and then he just takes one step and like swats the guy at the He rim. does the Miles Turner thing that I love, which is he lets guys get by him. So, so he, he can, can recover block. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because he's like in better position to probably he can just like evaluate the whole shot <laughs> from behind. Or like Giannis's blocks from behind. They're, these guys yeah. are fucking absurd. So many great highlights are going to come out of the next two weeks and then all we've been talking about are the three other series and then oh by the way the nba finals might be going on during this round yeah warriors rockets arguably the two best teams in the nba right now are going to be playing while these series are happening Mm -hmm. everybody else is playing in the background and then the warriors and the rockets who last year was kind of the finals yeah are having a rematch in the second round yeah which is it's weird that insane. the Rockets are so good now, and it's not consistently just because like Harden has been so great. Yeah, Harden went, was, I believe it was 3 for 26. <laughs> oh, for his first 15? Oh, for his first 15. Do you believe that he didn't know? No. What? Did you see the post-game interview? He said that he didn't know? She's like, you, went, you missed your first 15 shots, and he goes, oh, for real? That is, (laughs) I thought it was like two for eight. I don't know. It was over 15. That is so brazen. (laughs) That's so obviously not true. Okay. Well, so here's the, I mean, here's, I guess the reason it's possible was he was still consistently putting up points. That's right. He made free throws. He finished with like 26 or something like that. He made free throws and he ended up making shots. So like there is a world where, I don't know if there's a world where he doesn't think he made any shots, but maybe he thought he was like 0 for 8. Maybe he doesn't know that he was 0 for 15. These guys, I think, always know. I, when I was a basketball blogger, I did a, a feature occasionally where I would talk to guys. I would just mention like a game. You were a blog they, boy. Yes, from when they were in college and be like, do you remember how many points did you score in that <laughs> game? Or why was this game significant? Yeah. And they would always, they would be like, that was my first triple-double. I had boom, 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 15, wow. 12, and 11, you know. Like, so they memorized the box scores as much as a big fan. Yes. They're their own biggest fan. They are, I think they're paying attention to that stuff. And I just don't feel like there's any circumstance where you'd miss 15 <laughs> shots in a row. Although I will say when you're at- like, have I made a <laughs> shot? <laughs> Fuck. Just like eating popcorn on the bench. <laughs> Jesus. Wait a minute. No. I fucking have it. <laughs> Why is everyone acting so weird around me? <laughs> Hello? Did I make a shot? Uh, I will say when you're at the game, you have a tendency not to realize things. Like, have you ever gone to a game and then come come home and they're like, you know, like, the Clippers set a record for, like, missed consecutive threes? You're like, no, I didn't know There are that. certain players like that. Blake was always, I went to so many Clippers games where you just look up and Blake would have 34. Yeah. And you'd be like, when did that happen? <laughs> right, right. Uh, the guys that are just consistently just putting up numbers. Yeah. You know, these lunch pail guys. So there's a chance that he didn't realize. But I think Blake was aware of those. Yeah, of Blake, those the player themselves probably already I knows. I think so. Uh, is there a world where the Rockets beat the Warriors? No, I don't think so. It, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be interesting if it went to Game 7? Wouldn't it be funny if the Warriors just swept them? We both went to Game 3 of the Clippers-Warriors series. The I, revenge game. Yes, my personal experience was like, I really, I made the decision to let myself get 
my hopes up. Oh, interesting. And I was just like, this could really happen. I mean, they, they've solved Durant. That's right. They figured it out. If you just put Pat Beverly on Kevin Durant, there's a world. <laughs> Shea Gilgis Alexander could slow yeah. down Clay. T- and then by the time you finish that sentence, they were down 30 to 8. And then Durant is like fully unbothered <laughs> by Beverly. He has three feet on him. Doesn't They're- even see him when he shoots. <laughs> Nor should he. <laughs> I'm Kevin Durant. I, this, I mean, he was a two for eight, but really, it, he should have just taken way more shots. There was a point because where, he cannot. There was miss. a po- there was a point in that game where I turned to my friend. I'm like, "Wait, Boogie tore his quad last game. This wasn't like three weeks ago, and they're like figuring yeah. it out. Like, no, game two is the one where he they lost their starting center for the entire playoffs. Yes, game three is when they completely forgot that they ever needed this yeah. guy. And and also they started Andrew Bogut, who, who you could argue is better for their system who, than Boogie Cousins. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. He's fully <laughs> washed. He sucks. It, but it doesn't. It, he pulled down like 12 boards because the spacing is so incredible. That's right. And you have to be paying so much attention to literally every other player. That's right. That you could just feed him. That's right. So there's a chance that the Warriors, like we kind of always thought, can just, you know, when they're really trying, can beat any team by a lot four to six times in a row. Yeah. And that could happen against Houston. But then there's this chance, there's this opportunity, there's this idea that the Rockets did figure something out last year and that they can play to them evenly. And if it's like a close game with five minutes left in every game, then it, it might not be a sweep. They could, I mean, they can keep pace. It's going to be Clay on, on Harden. Sure. Ugh. I love, love that they are playing Harden from behind now. <laughs> and to the left. At the three-point line. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he can't take, they're giving him the rim. That's correct. So he can't take step-back threes. This is like, if you showed this to someone in 1984, they'd be like, what is that? <laughs> What's happening there? Did they change the rules it of basketball? Be, it should be in front of <laughs> the guy. They're standing behind him so that he drives to the basket. Him, uh, huh? like they should be between him and the, the, the hoop? Yeah, we want him to drive to score a layup. That's our goal. <laughs> and you know what? For three games in a row, it really worked. It totally he worked. He scored all the layups. And wait, what about winning? <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought the whole point of the game was that he can't hit a step back three. And that we'd figure the rest out later. I love that, like, in between now and when they inevitably move the line back, back, (laughs) that is how you have to play, guys. That was give up the rest of the court. That's a good question. How many feet would they have to move the line back for the the three-point attempts and made to match when it was first introduced? That, well, th- this is the, the the question because they can't move out the the, <laughs> the, the, corners. the corners. That's right. So the corners are gonna stay where they are, <laughs> and they're just a really hard, <laughs> yeah, to the point where Lillard is stepping on the line for his thirty seven footers. Yes. Uh. So yeah, I mean that. God, that series. I can't wait. Um. Are you rooting for the Rockets? There. Do you want them yeah, to win? Yeah. You're rooting for the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So if which, you by could... the way, is another. Like, the Rockets can't win the finals. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what, James it's another Harden. one of those teams. What is this, like, 94? <laughs> what is the Jordan retire again? What, are we never going to underestimate the heart of a champion again? <laughs> I don't think so. What uh, is there, like, a snarling <laughs> rocket ship on their, <laughs> on their jerseys with uh, sharp teeth? <laughs> if you could choose the final four, who would you pick as a basketball fan? Okay. Who do you want to see in the West and the East? 
separate from my own rooting interest in the Celtics, I think Celtics Sixers would be a great East uh, Finals. I think the Raptors are so great, but they, I mean they're just boring enough that I don't really need to see them in there. So I think I would say Bucks Sixers, and this is with the current seating. I can't yep. say okay. Um, and oh yeah, Blazers, uh, Warriors, Blazers, Warriors, would yeah, be fun too. That'd be cool. Remember the game they played where like Lillard hit another buzzer beater, yes. like getting tackled, yes, in Oakland. That's right. <laughs> That'd be that a great was serious. maybe a better shot <laughs> than the one last night. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't open. He's always God. open if he's from seven, uh, thirty-seven feet. Thirty-seven feet, by the way, is a full free throw line. Beyond the three-point line, so they're doing the same thing. I I, I, I don't really pay attention to uh, college players until um, the like we until the tournament, and then I'll watch like two games. But I watched John <laughs> Moran, and I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. He's a freak athlete. Yes, yeah. But they're saying they're doing the same thing with him that they did with <laughs> Lillard. I mean, he's gonna go maybe like number two, but Correct. still the naysayers are like, oh, like the competition, like who's he yeah. playing? Like like bad competition. <laughs> That's like, right. But the entire other team <laughs> is focused exclusively on yeah. him. He's playing against five mediocre players, one on five. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, which like Lillard was the same thing with Lillard. He's still hitting step back threes from th- 28 feet yeah driving and, and, and dunking and over people. both of their stats were like totally dominant it's yeah. not like they were just like doing pretty well is he 22 as well is, is he like Morant? a four-year senior as well or i think it no i think he's a junior really yeah he Lillard was a, a senior really i think everyone is i think everyone's a freshman except for um hachimura and the i i, I could be wrong Morant played last year, and now he's potentially number two overall. I think There's so. A junior? I can look it up right now. You're sitting in front of a computer. All right, I'll look it up. Fine. But that was one of the knocks on Lillard. It's like, I'm getting a 22-year-old. He's pretty much done developing at Weber's. That I understand. The age thing? Yeah, I mean. You don't think there's something to, like, a 22-year-old can get better? Well, who's the last? I mean, like, you, you, we've been burned so many more times than not with, like, Wesley Johnson, Jimmer, like guys like that. Who's the last four year guy? Was Ooh. Butler? Karan Butler? <laughs> Jimmy Butler played four years? I don't think he played four years, but he might have been a junior. John Moran is a sophomore. He so he did sophomore. play last year. Okay. And just nobody gave a shit. Wow, that's crazy. Uh so Warriors, Blazers, Bucks, Sixers, looking ahead a little further. Who what's your dream finals? I don't even I love finals with when I could enjoy it when either team wins. Uh, I don't want like a like a rooting interest that uh, goes wrong necessarily. Like Celtics losing the finals is annoying, but like yes. Blazers Bucks, whatever happens happens. Blazers Bucks of those two, I'm just <laughs> like having the best time. <laughs> yeah, and I think the NBA is unhappy because it's like Portland versus Milwaukee. But sure. just basketball wise, it might be the most exciting time. And honestly, I don't. Th- I, I think the NBA transcends that because it's so star driven. I mean, LeBron making the finals, and we're like, oh, Cleveland. Yeah, nobody thinks about where the city is. <laughs> right? Would you say honestly? Honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah, honest. 
Giannis. Oh, the, oh Giannis. Uh, uh, a, a I colon L Y. I didn't understand what you were trying to do. So and, and still don't love it <laughs> because you didn't get it originally, or now that you. I guess I imagine am self-conscious it. about it. Yeah, but also I don't really think it works. I have to wait for you to forget even, it because even like honestly doesn't really work, and it's not something you would say. Would yeah. you say honestly that it doesn't matter? I yeah. mean, why would you ask me that? Yeah, I thought you did say honestly, which is why I even bring it up oh, at I, all. Oh yeah. I I think I did. So there, yeah. So now, okay, now I have to wait till you forget it for like to pitch it to you fresh. And I feel like even then you're gonna say no just to spite me. Do you remember when uh, that they did that huge promotion with puppets for Kobe versus LeBron? The rings, yeah. In uh, <laughs> 2010 or 2009, and then LeBron lost to and the then Magic. LeBron lost to the Magic, <laughs> and they're like, so <laughs> what do we do with a puppet? <laughs> Because it doesn't really look like Dwight Howard either. <laughs> or the, Shard the Lewis puppet? Were, yeah, the finals were so uninteresting. The Orlando Magic were in the finals. So, like, oh, we should be God. able to expect anything at this point. That's another team that is the fact that they were even in the finals is insane. Uh, one last question for you. What do you consider the greatest round of the playoffs? First round? Second round? Conference finals? Or finals? I think second round. I want games every night. Yeah. That's hugely important to yep. me. Uh, and yeah, and it's like dramatically more competitive <laughs> than, than the, the first, first round. round. It's not even like twice as Second round's a, bit, a little bit of the best of both worlds. So yeah. you got the games, half as many games, but still you got something every night. Right. We don't need an NBA TV game wedged in the middle there. Yes. Uh, but you're still getting the cream of the crop. It's really one of the more annoying aspects of my life. Where my life is pretty good, and one of the because one of the worst parts is that I can't watch NBA TV on League Pass, and there's no like app for it. So cord cutters, like my my generation, yeah, forget about it. What are how do we watch this? This is your app. Just put the NBA <laughs> TV game on there. They want you to illegally stream it, seemingly. I guess so. You ever do that? You got the Reddit stream on your phone. And you airplay it game. up there. <laughs> it sucks. And you're like, like using a Discord the chat you going on the right. put your like what you were looking at on the internet up on the screen. It is a lot of basketball. We're like two weeks deep. I'm like watching a lot of basketball, six hours a night. Well, that's the other thing that I like about the second round is I don't like I I have to do it kind of in moderation. I can't watch too much. Yeah, but do you? In the second round, I mean, like if. Like you know, if there's three games in a day, you can't you can't shovel. You them look all up down. at yeah. Well, I mean, or you do, and you were like, why did I? Like they were all sort of shitty. Did you watch any Bucks Pistons games? I watched. Uh, yes, I tuned into one game. There's one game at the half where I was like, oh my god, are the Pistons gonna take a game in this series? Game three, the Bucks I, were down one. Yes, half. yes, and then as they won soon by as I took, yes, it was instantly up. <laughs> insane blowout. Giannis is so good. I'm so excited to see him play like on ABC against a real team. Those are some of the best highlights of any of the series because Giannis would rip off just like two to four of the greatest athletic achievements you've ever seen. Did you see the one where he changed direction in, <laughs> in midair and, and shot a layup with his yes. left? He went up for a dunk with his right hand. Uh, is met at the rim. <laughs> Got fouled. By, by I think Drummond. Andre Drummond. Correct. Got fouled. Changed hands. Drummond has landed at this point. He's yes. still in the air. <laughs> <laughs> For long enough, the, on his way down to... He gathers the ball again. 
then shoots it on the way down. Yes. Makes it. Seeming like pretty effortlessly. <laughs> it looked like a pretty easy shot by the time he decided to make it. 30 seconds after he <laughs> was like it the, the spectacular move by Michael Jordan thing, but only it, wild getting fouled. It was better. Yeah. Because it's Giannis. Yes. What about the one where he steals the ball from the opponent's oh three point line? And then in one dribble, <laughs> can't be understated, one dribble from the three point line, 70 yes. feet. Basically, 35 feet per dribble. Does a full, uh, <laughs> like, baseball pitch in, in the form of a dribble. Throws does it ahead to himself. Catches it like a triple jumper. Yes, and and takes off from basically the free throw line. Basically like where Jordan dunked in a dunk contest where everyone's like, this, I've never seen this before. And it was an exhibition. are unable to take it in at that time. They're like tapping their screen. Yeah. This is like when Jordan did the thing where he started at the free throw line and then took big steps back to where he should like start the run and then completely forgot that train on the way back. Like that didn't do anything for you, bro. You're not fooling me. <laughs> anyway, Giannis did that in the game, yeah. and that was considered fine. It was normal because that it's was Giannis. among yeah, and the, the sports under top ten. That, that it was like number six, <laughs> and that was because he was playing the Pistons. I felt oh. like he's playing. He's doing this like this play-in series. This he's is the so series. Cool. Um, all right, so we look forward to the second round. There's going to be a lot of action. Anything you want to promote one last time before we get out of here? Uh, again, I can't. I can't afford to mention the flagrant ones. Because, like, economically, you mean. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But if, okay. So we you have, don't do you know that it. we have a t-shirt tier? You guys should do this for your Patreon. Because okay. it makes it look like your dollars are way higher. So what we did was, uh, we have the tier where you can just listen to the podcast. And right. another one where you pay $25 and you listen to the podcast and you get a t-shirt. Okay. Every month that we've had the thing up. Every month? Yes. A new t-shirt every month? Yes. Same t-shirt? Different t-shirt? Different t-shirt. We are... we have a connection to the secret NBA. Okay. Uh, and so we are giving out merchandise for the teams in the secret NBA. Last month, it was the Baltimore Pinchy Crab. Got it. <laughs> uh, this month, it's the uh, the Pittsburgh Shirts, which is a tribute to, to all the people that have played shirts in pickup shirts for games. skins. Yes. Got it. Um, so you got at least 30 more weeks of this. Who's designing the shirts? Uh, the uh, Skyler in Dallas is his name at Skyler in Dallas. This is great. He happens to live in Dallas also, which is convenient for him. Yeah. Uh, but doing it through Patreon is makes your numbers high because out, people ma- don't know that you're actually fulfilling shirts. That you orders. have to. <laughs> yeah. So much of you're that losing money. money. It's a thirty dollars yes, shirt it's being woven <laughs> yes. into cotton, printed and shipped. Uh, orders fulfilled. It's Patreon is not the ideal no. way to do this. Of they don't not. have, for they example, a way to choose a size. No, for yeah. a t-shirt. So, so you're giving people, out double XL Hanes beefy tees. No, like people it's have had NBA to uh, put their size in the comments. Of course, of Patreon. <laughs> We're really gaming the system and then here. our producer has to go through artisanally wow and connect bespoke size <laughs> that's right to their order okay how many shirts are you sending out every month last month it was like 500 that's a lot of shirts yeah it was a great shirt that's a lot <laughs> uh, Skyler did too good a job these are nice shirts they're not like the hanes beefy tees they're that not they're the out beefy tees where the tag NBA. is somehow always sticking out out of the top you can wear it over a suit yeah sit down and watch a basketball game these are real Sean has a bit um where he'll walk into a game where they're handing out t-shirts and be like do you guys have any xls <laughs> very good yeah 
It's just a classic little troll job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sweet. Um, let me know next time you're doing that live stream. It'll be the first time. We haven't done one yet, oh. but I, I pro- it's going to be like the freak. You remember the Entourage-a-thon? Yep. Where it, it, it 72 hours like straight. All these people who hated each other pretending not to and yeah. uh, just like just hanging out. Uh-huh. That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm prepared. Mentally prepared. Got it. Uh, sweet. Hayes, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. We'll have you back soon enough, I'm sure. I want to do like an NBA draft lotto live. Your team's not in the lottery though, right? Uh, n- Although the Celtics might be getting might be, some action. No, I think they'll probably be in the low lottery. Yeah, because who, they have Sacramento's pick? Yes. So, yeah, you can come by and uh, represent the Celtics. Cool. Can the Celtics win the lottery? They cannot win, right? I don't think they can anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, because... It's only top three that can win. Yeah. Or top five or something, <laughs> I forgot. All right, great. So we'll see you soon enough. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll be back next week. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 